everyone, this is episode 490 freaking nine of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. That's right, one away from 500. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But not as ridiculous as me, your host, Marcus Ness. And you know what I'm going to be talking about today? Quite a few games. I don't have many movies or anything to talk about. I don't know. I watched just really recently You Were Never Really Here, I think it's called, which is a recent Keen Phoenix movie that has a fantastic score and is a movie I don't know how I feel about. It's an interesting movie. It's a dark movie. It has it's somewhat reminiscent of Drive in terms of tone and even the score at times, but and the the score was done by what was it Greenwood or whatever the the one guy from Radiohead is who's done a lot of Paul Thomas Anderson. I hope that's the right PTA or whatever, and not the one who's done like Underworld or whatever or the Resident Evil movies. But the guy who did The Master and Phantom Thread and all that. The guy who did that also did this. But it's it's a movie I really have to sit on and think about. It. And I think I also have to rewatch it because it wasn't entirely what I expected. And it what I didn't not like it, but I just it's something I have to sit with. It it, it was unexpected and is a very emotionally distant movie but deals with a lot of heavy emotions as well it's an it's an interesting movie it's something i don't think i don't know if a lot of people would like it um but if you want to check out something that is somewhat reminiscent of the feel of drive and movies like that and has a fantastic score um it's definitely worth checking out and it's only an hour and a half i think so it's not it's not going to take up too much of your time. I believe it's You Were Never Really Here. It's something very similar to that, if not that exactly. So check it out. And I think it's something that's worth watching without any knowledge of what it's about. No trailers or anything because it is very much so a story that really feeds off of being unaware of what's going on. In part because your main character, Joaquin Phoenix is a bit confused at a point uh, and he's dealing with some stuff so that's that's worth checking out if you, if you're into that kind of stuff and then i watched the aristocats and i'm like oh this isn't that great i'm i'm not enjoying this and then i watched the pirates movie from arden i think that's the name of the studio it sounds wrong though, but the 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 people who did Wallace and Gromit and most recently Early Man and all those claymation uh, films, they also did Flushed Away, which was their let's try and do a 3D animated movie that looks like claymation, but isn't claymation. I don't know if that was any good, but Pirates is gorgeous, but rather boring, and it's really disappointing because it's it's such a beautiful picture, but story wise it. It may be the weakest for me of the works of theirs I've seen. It doesn't have as much personality and charm. Uh, they're, they're, they're a bit sprinkled throughout, but overall it's just kind of a meh movie. Um, 
But games, 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 games. I've played more Mushroom Wars 2, but I played it on my iPad. I, I did some Googling, and I'm like, oh, I was right. It is on iPad, and it's also on, I don't know if it's already released, but it, it has PS4 and Xbox One on, I think, the Wikipedia. So that version may already be out or may be coming out. But I'm sure that suffers from the same problems as the Switch version, which I stopped playing because I just I cannot stand playing that game with the controls. I don't want to say I hate it with the controller, but I really don't like it. It just feels far too clunky, and I feel like I'm fighting the controls at the same time as I'm fighting against the other team trying to take over control of the entire map, and that's not something I ever enjoy doing. I don't want to have to... I don't, I don't want to feel like the controls are inhibiting me from doing what I want to do, and that's exactly what it feels like with a controller. It's also on Steam, and I've never used a Steam controller, but in my head, the way I imagine it works makes me think that using those touchpad things would actually feel pretty good. But like I said, I, I don't know exactly how those work because so they can maybe not work at all like how I'm picturing it. It also could be potentially interesting on PlayStation 4 if it utilizes the touchpad thing. Uh, that would be interesting as well. But on iOS, it just feels right. The game feels so intuitive. The controls feel great because instead of pressing triggers and using the analog stick to try and get to the point without it auto snapping to the other to a different base that you don't want to deal with you simply click on the base that you want to send troops from and drag your finger to the base or the uh, tower etc that you want to send the troops to and boom you're done you want to upgrade a base instead of double tapping a button you just double tap it on the screen you want to change a base to a tower or to a uh, workshop, etc. You just press it, and then you click on it. You press the, the one you want to change it to. It feels great. It feels so nice. And it's one of those free-to-start games uh, on iOS, so you can try it out for yourself no, uh, without putting any money down and see if you like it. But I think if you, if you like those types of games, iPad is the way to go. It's the way to play it. And maybe they'll add touch like maybe touch support is on the switch but i don't i don't feel like it was and i haven't gone back because it's just it's been sitting in my dock and even so like I'd, I'd so much rather play it on the ipad with the bigger screen um so yeah disappointing on switch feels terrible with the controller and feels great on an ipad and definitely worth checking out if you like those types of strategy games where it's about uh taking control over an entire map and all the different bases and just sending troops and it's rather simple overall but you know it just it it, re it requires a lot of it's not a game with any downtime you know, you constantly have to be watching every base trying to figure out which base you want to go after because when you send troops from one base to another to take it over, that base is then going to be uh, weak and in danger of being taken over by the opponent. So you really have to manage a bunch of stuff all at once and there's no downtime to try and relax and 
figure out what you want to do. So you have to both think and act at the same time. And that might be a bit much for some people. But in addition to that, I've played Tempest 4000, which I got a code for on Xbox One. And I am not a huge Tempest aficionado. I haven't played that much Tempest. I'm not a huge fan of Tempest. But I figured, you know what, I'll give this a shot. Maybe it'll do something different. But with my limited knowledge of Tempest, it just feels like Tempest. It doesn't feel all that different or fresh or new. It doesn't feel like the Championship Edition of Tempest. It just feels like Tempest. And you got a lot of colors flying all over the place and explosions. And it's kind of fun. But at the same time, there's not that much to it. There's a regular mode or whatever in a survival mode. And the thing I really hate about the game, and I genuinely hate this, and I've mentioned this to some people, and they're like, well, that's just the Atari way. They're just giving you the Atari way. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not playing it on Atari. This is 2018. Let me pause the fucking game. I hate that I can't pause it. When you're in the middle of a match, you're you're just once you start that game, you're not stopping until you die. So if you have a really good run, but maybe who knows, you have a sudden desire to have to pee, or maybe the phone's call, uh, ringing and you have to pick it up. You know it's somebody important, or whatever happens, there's no pausing it. You know the doorbell's ringing. It's a, it's a package. You know, and you live in a neighborhood where people steal packages off your front thing if you don't get it right away. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I want to be able to pause the game. And it sucks that you can't. It sucks that you could be super invested into a game and be, who knows, an hour into it. You know, I played one match for, I don't know, a half hour or so. Um, I, don't, I don't think it was. <laughs> if, if it was getting close to an hour, I probably would have killed myself. That's a bit much. That's a bit harsh. But it's not, it's not the most exciting game to just keep playing over and over again. It doesn't really amp up to super because it's just tempest it's always tempest it's the same thing and tempest is tempest is tempest but i I just hate so much that you can't pause it it drives me crazy it's the weirdest thing when i was playing i'm like wait why isn't this pausing is something is something wrong and then i try the select button or the two boxes button on xbox it still wasn't doing anything I'm like is there really no way to pause this can i not pause this <laughs> I don't like this and I didn't like it and I still don't like it and I think it's stupid I also think it's crazy I think it's $30 which seems ridiculous for a Tempest game oh I mean especially a Tempest game that doesn't give you all that much it just seems so weird I, I really feel like I should check that out I also uh, before I get to the last game I want to talk about I booted up Pinball Arcade because it was recently updated and I figured oh it's probably updating to taking account taking account in uh the loss of the licenses for the majority of the tables they had and you know adjusting the packs they had and the cost and all that jazz and i loaded it up and i saw that their new packs they have a few stern packs and then some other ones and in the stern packs they weren't six out of eight packs i believe were grayed out because i have all the tables prior to the loss of the seasons and all that jazz i also think maybe i'm not sure but they just automatically upgraded all the previous packs the tables you own to the pro version 
but I'm not because they're not broken up. I can't see which season they were from, but I just picked a bunch of random ones and ones that I think were most definitely not in the first two seasons, which are the only ones I had the pro pack for. And I think you just get all the pro uh, things with every table now, which is cool if that is true, but I'm not sure. But six out of the eight were grayed out and two were not, meaning there were tables in there that I didn't already own. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And I guess they added a few stern tables to the game from the stern pinball standalone game, uh, including ACDC. I think, I don't know, maybe three, four others. And what sucks about it is that you can't buy these tables individually. You have to buy the packs if you want them. And that's shit. The tables, the, the packs cost 20 bucks each. And in one of the packs, there's only one table in there that I don't already have. And I don't want to spend 20 bucks on a table. I want, the, you know, I want to have the complete experience. I want to have all the tables. But I'm not going to pay, like, I hope they update it at some point so that you can buy it individually. Because you could do that with the previous season packs and all that. You could buy tables individually. It's a horrible deal to do it that way. But in this case, where I have all the other tables and I just need one, I don't want to spend 20 bucks for that. That seems, you know, a bit absurd. But maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just me that thinks that's absurd. But, yeah, that, that was an annoying thing to learn. But if the pro thing is true, that's a positive thing that I learned and something that was unexpected because I was, I was wondering if having purchased all the season packs, the regular versions, if it would allow me to upgrade it still post the update that removes those tables from future purchases um, because that is not exactly uh the same as buying the tables again or whatever but um yeah and then uh, i played some mother gunship which is from the the team that did tower of guns i believe and it is a it's pegged as a first person shmup i'm just i'm checking right now tempest 4000 is indeed 29.99 and on xbox it's got six reviews and they're all five stars incredible jeff minter psychedelic antics are back on xbox don't miss the trip that's by is that incredible no it's from disintegration seven stoked to have tempest on xbox it's tkx with some changes i love it great tempest version so i guess you know and yes, like Jeff Minter, it, it, it clearly feels like Jeff Minter. It was like, oh, this is Tempest and Space Giraffe together or whatever. But it's still Tempest. And I guess all these people, I guess it makes sense. If you're interested, if you're a Tempest fan, you're going to buy it. And you're whatever. You're going to love it. But if you're not a Tempest fan, like me, you're going to not love it. So it, it it is what it is. It's a game for Tempest fans, which is exactly what everyone thinks it is i mean if you hate pac-man you're not probably not gonna like pac-man championship edition either but uh mother gunship which is indeed from the creators of tower of guns is you know first person bullet hell and one of the cool features about it is that you are this i guess you're a robot or a humanoid robot or something 
and you just have your fist and you can just punch, punch, punch. But you're able to create your own guns when you jump into any level. So you'll have little socket things, attachers, things that allow you to uh, attach multiple barrels to one arm, which is your gun. You know, and they'll have rocket launcher, shotguns, uh, machine guns, flamethrowers, etc. And you can put together crazy, elaborate, huge guns, uh, though you have to manage your energy because the more attachments you put on there, the more energy they'll use with one shot. And you'll then, if you overheat, you'll have to wait for it to uh, regain the energy. But I, I like that mechanic. It, it's a little bit overwhelming when you first start, and it's just like, okay, there are these sockets, and I have these attachers and these components, and if I, I, I thought that I'd be able to attach these two barrels at the same time, but no, I have to buy multiple uh, attachments so that I can rotate it so that they all push forward because you can't have them shooting sideways or anything. They all have to... They, at least it wouldn't let me... Sh- have any guns shooting sideways i think like oh it might be nice to have flamethrowers or something shooting off to the sides in case enemies were coming around me but usually everything's right in front of you and the way the game works is that you have your little home base or home ship and there are like armies and stuff like just the basic stuff in there but you select a mission you go into the mission you can take a few components with you to the game, but then you'll be stores in between levels, and it's broken up into rooms. So you enter a room, there will be a certain number of enemies that spawn. Uh, some are just basic turrets, and some are actual enemies that move. You clear the, the room, and then you can go through another door. And I think it's not completely linear that there are points where you can go through um, more than one door but I'm not entirely sure but you also can't backtrack so it's not like you can go through one like a room that if there is a room that has multiple doors you can't go through one door and then come back Um, and there'll be shops scattered throughout the mission area which allow you to purchase new components new uh, new barrels uh, health, etc., and will allow you to change up the way your guns are situated. And it's pretty simple, and it's fun. I like it. It's like I said, it's overwhelming at first, just everything being thrown at you. Um, but I enjoyed Tower of Guns, and Mother Gunship is another solid entry from that studio. It's not perfect. It's not the most fun I've had. Uh, playing a game this year or anything but it's a solid game just like tower of guns it wasn't mind-blowing but it's a quality game from a smaller studio and that's nice um uh, i think i might yeah i have to put more time into it but i think i might like tower of guns more but i just put more way more time into that you know because it i just started playing mother gunship um, and going back to Mushroom Wars 2 very quickly before I end this episode, another thing that's weird about the iOS version is that it, tutorial-wise, tells you way more about the game from the get-go than the Switch version. I don't, I don't even remember if the Switch version told me about morale, but Mushroom Wars 2 tells you right, really quickly that morale is a thing. So if you're taking control over this, like the more, the higher your morale 
the faster your troops will move, the stronger they'll be, etc. And I don't remember the Switch version ever telling me that. I'm like, huh, this is weird. I'm sure the Switch version told me, and I just skipped over that or missed it. But on the iOS version, it definitely made me aware of this, and would not it like took its time, wouldn't let me skip anything. I was like touching the screen after I already got the point. I'm like, okay, I get it. Let me skip it. In a way, the tutorials on the screen when they're showing you these things, they linger a little bit too much. It's like, okay, I'm not that slow of a reader. Yeah, I have dyslexia. I appreciate that you're letting me take my time to read this, but it's not that bad. Let me skip this already. Um, but that was a weird thing when I saw that. I'm like, huh. Like, this was, had to have been in the Switch version. I just don't remember it. But, uh, yeah. So, Mushroom Wars 2. I would not recommend it on Switch, but I highly recommend it on iPad. And I think it's on Android, too. So, the Android equivalent tablets. I don't... Is, there's no... Would the Amazon Fire tablet be the biggest, most... I, I guess it would have to be the most successful Android tablet, because I don't... But I might just not be in that ecosystem to know how well or how big the Galaxy tabs are or whatever they're called. I don't know if Google does any big ones anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about any of that. But um, it'd be a great game for I don't uh, like if the Xbox One version is already up, but like the uh, play anywhere and have it on windows and be able to play it on the surface it would be awesome it would be awesome on the surface uh, and then mother gunship quality game check that out and tempest 4000 you know what if you want more tempest in your life go ahead fine do whatever you want <laughs> i don't care uh, and mother gunship is 24.99 but uh and all uh, i can't remember if it's if it's Mother Gunship or a different game, I saw the roadmap for a game, and it might be Mother Gunship. And if it is, it's awesome. But there's some game, this might have nothing to do with anything. But I remember seeing some game that said they were going to add co-op. So if that is Mother Gunship, that'll be really cool, and I will be way into that. So hopefully that has to do with Mother Gunship. I could, you know what, who cares? The show's already over. If you're still invested in this, then you don't care about me uh, doing all this because you've already lasted. Co-op. Is it? Mother Shunship. Built for co-op, says creator. Ba ba ba. None of this is giving me any information that I want. Ooh, here we go. Yes. Updates and future development. Since the blah, blah, blah. Blah 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 blah. So all is said, as we have mentioned in the past year, because that doesn't mean necessarily try co-op on PC. Co-op beta is in a beta batch. So I guess they're working on co-op. This may, it still may not be the game I'm thinking of, but there is like a co-op beta branch in the Steam version. So they're working on it. It who knows? Maybe it won't be a thing. But I think it'll be a thing, and I think it'll be a super cool thing for Mother Gunship. And I'm excited about that very much so. But it needs to hit Xbox One because I don't care about PC. I don't have it on PC. 
But that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Monomalous, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out the art I do, which is crazy and kooky and colorful, and behind me if you're watching the video, you can go over to pxsart.com to check it out. And there you'll also have links to where you can purchase prints of the pieces you fancy. And if you fancy the site and the art and the podcast and the videos and everything we do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away with a buck or two or whatever you want to do 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 a month. It's it's a nice thing you can do, but you don't have to, because nothing will ever be behind a paywall. I don't believe in that stuff. I can't I just don't I can't do it. I can't do it. But uh yeah. So I can't believe next episode is gonna be episode five hundred seems ridiculous i'd like to actually count how many episodes how many podcast episodes in general in total i've done i want to know how close i am to hitting a thousand i feel like i'm probably in the 800 ballpark a little over 800 at this point with distributed failure pixelated radio the crap lock i don't remember how many i did of that and the sausage dump which i think maybe was around 11 and yeah, a few guess things here and there, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that it's been over ten years of podcasting. I can't believe that. I was a I was a little boy, twenty one years old, and I'm now thirty two. Get the fuck out of here! What a load of crap all that is. Oh boy. Well, that will do it. I'm old. I know I'm not. I know there are plenty of people older, but I still feel old. I feel old to be doing this. (laughs) Whatever. I love it. I know I'm. I don't know how many people could stand to record 500 episodes by themselves. And it's funny because I really don't like myself, (laughs) but I record a podcast with myself all the time. Okay, this is getting this is getting sad. This is getting like a depressing end. I don't want to. Okay, woohoo! La da da. YouTube.com slash pixelated sauces is where you can watch a video of this if you don't already know. And in the video, it's just me talking into this microphone. It's a nice mic, and it makes my my voice sound all good. But in the background, you can see that there's this that I'm pointing to now. This is the this is the part where the audio listeners check out. I know my my buddy Lunchbox. He loves this type of stuff. So you can see there, that's my manga. And there's more manga there on the other side of that dresser. And there's turtles there. And there's a turtle there. There's turtle art. And there's a crap load of turtles you can't see. And I'm not going to move the mic or the, 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 the camera so you can see it. But there's, look, there's the Hamoto Maruchan Special Edition. I like that series, and the only reason I, I will buy special editions of anime whenever they come with the soundtrack, because I think 
that is such a great like I would almost buy every special edition if they came with the soundtracks because soundtracks are usually pretty expensive to import and a lot of anime has great music even if the series is not super great the the music is fantastic like I enjoy but I didn't love I'm what is it Sakamoto Sakamoto hey you I'm Sakamoto whatever the the guy who just couldn't do nothing wrong and like did everything super stylish or whatever and it was kind of dumb and it got a bit old and maybe should have been a short great music though and the the premium edition has uh the soundtrack there's the artist look there's a Simpsons Lego set which is cool when you open up but it's kind of boring when it's closed it's always closed there's my gumball machine full of dice there's the complete uh, original Ninja Turtles series. Uh, there are my other Legos behind me. That's the graphic novel collection. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we're done here. I think we are done here. So I'm finally, finally, finally gonna say. <laughs> that was a terrible one. Let me. Let me. Bye.